0: Many aspire
1: to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. As Asia becomes the world epicenter of the healthcare industry, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome
0: to The Boardroom. What about healthcare tech? It just seems to be growing and growing, especially within Singapore. It seems to be this, this hub of healthcare tech and obviously within in China as well. Why do you think so many of these healthcare tech startups go through challenges? Is it because of the idea is, is good in theory and then all of a sudden when it's in the real world, it just needs to be... I suppose, um, tinkered with a little yeah. bit. What, what do you think the challenges are? No,
1: there? I think you know, it, 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 it's a really interesting question. So if you look at, I think, health tech more generally in the region, mm. a lot of health tech models were, were created to solve pain points mm. in terms of access to doctors. That's where the telemedicine apps came through. Yes. Or being able to get uh, access to, uh, to pharmaceutical drugs. And so e-pharmacy, because yes. again, you, know, you don't want to wait in, live, wait in traffic for an hour in Jakarta to be able to get to, to the mm. pharmacy. Uh, I think what's been interesting is, you know, we've seen across a lot of sectors, it's always been online to offline. Mm. I think with healthcare, actually, what we're seeing is it's more offline to online. Okay. And so people's trust. Uh, I'm comfortable talking to a to a doctor online uh, or through a telemedicine consult if it is a follow up visit, if it yes. is uh, if it, if I need a prescription refill. Mm. Uh, that trust barrier has still not been crossed when it comes to a the primary consult, you mm. know, beyond a cough and a cold. Uh, And so I think what the challenge has been is being able to to find the right balance between the online and the offline. Mm. And a lot of the players who have driven growth early on have driven growth from being more digital, being digital natives more online. And and as as over time, we're seeing them pivot more to to finding that offline
0: balance. What about with all your teams within Asia? How how are you managing them effectively? Because it seems like you've got to have a lot of trust in your team, so when you turn up, things are, you know, Ahead of schedule, on time, on budget. How do you manage them? What's your style?
1: You know, uh, okay. You know, I think this is this is the the core. Of, the core of my job is building and developing our, our, our my teams. Mm. And uh, really, you know, we're in a sector where, frankly, we're constrained by talent supply. Mm. And so, a lot of time is spent with my teams. Uh, typically, you know, the principals or managers who I'm working with, or the junior partners I'm working with, helping coach them on how do they become effective client leaders, helping them solve big problems. Uh, and my style tends to be uh, not as directive. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking through really on understanding the motivations of, of each of each of my direct reports, mm-hmm. helping them be successful, coaching them in the right way. Uh, when I need to ju- roll up my sleeves, I will roll up my sleeves with mm-hmm. them. Uh, being able to role model to them what good would look like or yes. what I would think good would look like. Uh, but again you know it is the, the one benefit we have in healthcare frankly is most people who, who work in healthcare are also driven by the broader mission and purpose mm-hmm. and so constantly reminding and reconnecting people to that purpose on why we do what we do tell me about the biggest problem a client come to you with uh, there are many many big problems you uh, know I think uh, very often uh, the problems a client comes to us with are not the problems they need to solve Okay. Uh, so very often, you know, they come to us with what they think is a symptom, versus what they actually need to work on is the, is the cause. Mm. And so some of the biggest problem challenges, you know, I work with, uh, are, are companies that are growing rapidly, but they've not been able to. Their systems and their hardware and software have not scaled. Mm. And so how do you balance a, a very founder-led company that by default kind of runs away and has an allergic reaction to systems and processes? Mm to recognize that you are now no longer insert, you're no longer a small startup, mm. you need the systems and processes in place, but at the same time, you don't want to become a bureaucracy. And those are some of the toughest problems uh, I've faced, but those are the most enjoyable ones because mm. being able to guide people through that journey and help them see the value of how systems and processes very often can help free up more oxygen for mm-hmm. them to be able to go to climb that next hill uh, is uh, is what's quite inspiring.
0: Do you normally go with your gut or, or your head, and what's your style?
1: You know, uh, you know. To be honest, I think as as I as I look back, every time I have not gone with my gut is when I regretted it. So I could go through the intellectual argument, and you can make the case for something, but if your gut is not telling you yep. uh, what the right answer is, it just as I look back, every every, every situation where I wish things had gone differently, mm. I look back and say if I had just trusted my gut, whether it was making a decision to to work with someone to hire someone yes uh, to make a, to make an investment in a certain certain area uh, you know it's i i've learned to realize over time to 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 use my gut more but uh, but frankly also use my teams and my mentors to challenge me and prove mm.
0: me what about advice that you give yourself if you uh, 10 years previous for today what would you say
1: I think the advice I'd give myself would be, is also advice I give many, many young, young folks on my teams, is, is don't wait for Superman. You know, there are mm. so many opportunities. Uh, don't wait for, don't wait for permission. Uh, I, if I look back at my career, I felt very often I was, you know, I had great ideas, there were lots of great opportunities, and there was a period of time where I would wait for permission to, to be able to, to take that next step. And I felt that what really unlocked for me growth and learning was the moment I just stopped waiting for Superman let's go jump in, ask for forgiveness after Mm. after the fact versus permission. Uh, And on balance, more often than not, your instinct will be in the right place. If you have questions, talk to your board of advisors, talk to to your colleagues, but
0: don't get held back. What about your career in one word? Energizing. Vikram, thank you very much for spending time with C-Suite Partners in the boardroom. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you.